With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mayday, bitches. Broadcast with Amanda, Shandy, and Colleen. My name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is season five, episode 31, episode number 211. How is it going? Oh, delightful. How you good. Yeah. How you feeling, Amanda? Exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) So, so tired. Today was a really just a hard day to be a functioning human. Oh, I'm so sorry. We'll try to keep this show moving along then and upbeat so we can keep <laughs> you appreciate, awake. I appreciate that. Although, Anytime. Yeah. So maybe it was this something that ever happened to you where just you were just tired all day and then I randomly like hit a spurt of energy around like 4.30. <laughs> I don't remember. And I was just like, oh, great. Okay. Well, I guess I should get some work done now that I have some energy. Okay. Your body worked all day long for that energy. It was like (laughs) reserving it and reserving it. It was like, all right, good to go. Almost over. Ding, ding. did this two hours ago when I was like stumbling through a meeting because I couldn't string a sentence together. (laughs) Honestly, I don't remember that. I don't, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was it was very weird. Yeah. It was a weird day. I will report back if it happens again. Hopefully okay. it won't. It was a slow hopefully climax a, to slow climax yeah. to awake. Yeah. Hopefully it was just one of those weird, yeah. weird Tuesday yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this last week has been gone really quickly. And I'm I'm not sure why. Like work has been busy. Like it's been a busy week. But like, now that I think about it, I'm like, oh, it does feel like a long time ago since we recorded. But yesterday, I had said to Jay, I was like, Lemon, it's Wednesday. And he was like, what? I was like, it just feels like a long week. <laughs> <laughs> My kids are back in school. Has a good day. Happy dance, I'm sure. Ah, <sighs> Yes. <laughs> Zachary was like, you guys want some alone time. And I was like, yes, but not in the way that you're thinking mommy and daddy alone time. I want some like alone time, like just me, no one else. I'm very adamant about this. (laughs) 
please. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> and uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, my my day of uh, <laughs> my day of complete alone time today started out great. I went to go uh, get a couple of geocaches on the way after dropping Zach off at school. First one was fine you know it was this really lovely wooded area near the airport by um the if, if you fly into raleigh if you've noticed there's like a lake that is like right there it was like this random spot that was by the lake that i'd never been to and i was like wow this is really beautiful second one i go to it's been raining for the last month not even kidding um mm. pull off to the side of the road it's a slight hill i realize quickly oh it's muddy and then i'm stuck in the mud <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Hope you weren't wearing a pair of shoes you really like. No, thankfully I wasn't because I knew I was going to be walking through the woods. And it was only two that I wanted to do. And I I just had this feeling of like, shit, this is, this is not going to be great. So I like, I'm in my sweats and whatever still because I didn't have any meetings today until one. So I was like, I've got time to go do this. I'll go back. I got a bunch of stuff that I do need to do. But, you know... I'll drop him off at nine. I'll be, I'll get these real quick. They're near the school. I'll be back home by 10, 10, 10. It'll be like real easy, you know, no harm, no foul. And well, triple A, that was at 9.30. Triple A didn't get there until 10.45. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm digging. First, I was trying to dig the car out of the mud because I didn't what? fucking know, right? I've never been stuck in something before, like to that extent. Like, so I'm like, digging through the mud, wiping it all over myself. I was oh, like, I no. can wash this when I go home. <laughs> it's not. I try to back up. And because it's like kind of on a slope, it starts to feel not okay. And I don't <sighs> think the car would have fallen back or fell over or anything like that. But like, it just made me nervous. So I was like, okay, yeah. all right, I'm going to call AAA. I call AAA. Okay, fine. I call Jay. He starts laughing at me so hard that he can't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> he was Not like helping he was like glad you're safe and i was like me too <laughs> i was like i've been so at first you know i i got stuck i tried to dig it out i couldn't and i was like ah fuck it i'll go find the the thing and then i'll come back and deal with this later couldn't find the thing after like 10 minutes so then i was dealing with the car thing nobody stopped for me until like 10 30 to be like are you okay and i was like yes AAA is coming soon but like i it had been an hour since i had been stuck on the side of the road before somebody stopped to be like are you okay and i had my flashers on the whole time and, you know, I just thought that that was very telling. Amazon has a distribution center probably, gosh, half a mile away from where I was. I must have counted like 70 Amazon trucks come down the road. Not one stopped, which is fine. Again, they're on there. They have their job. Like, you know, they promise their people they can't stop for that stuff. But I just thought it was so funny, like the amount of traffic, this road that I was on <laughs> and only one person stopped. Um, but whatever, that's not here and there. So, yeah, I... I spent 45 minutes walking around looking for that freaking container and I never found it. So I was really super cranky and I came home. I got home at like 1115 and I was muddy and like, like, you know, my fingernails and, and, and I was tired and I was hungry because I dropped Zach off at, I usually eat breakfast around 10 and I thought I'd be home by then. So I hadn't eaten breakfast. I'd only had one cup of coffee and I normally have three. So I was just like, <sighs> 
Just an out of sorts kind of day. It was, but that's okay. I had a very productive day at, because then I felt bad that I had missed, you know, a good hour of, of work that I had a very productive work day. <laughs> oh, that's good. It evens out. It All's did. All's well that ends well. It did. Um, but still, it was just one of those like, are you serious? Like, I'm stuck in the mud? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, anyway. Oh, yeah, so. That was that was my day. Uh, Jay was like, "You attract this like really weird energy where just things always happen to you." And I was like, "I do, but I'm very glad it's more like a trickster kind of energy and not like you know a a really terrible kind of energy." Right? Because yeah. it's like you didn't get hurt. Nothing bad happened to the car. It was just right. Because we were uh, look, we were sprightly sort of thing. Exactly. But yeah, because we were just talking like how I always lose things or, you know, things go missing or things just happen. And I'm always like, you serious? Like, you know, electronics just die when they're around me. But again, I'd rather all of that than like, you know, what could be like a worse kind of energy. Right, right. Everybody's healthy. No bones are broken. Exactly. You know, no serious illness or anything like yeah. that. So knock on wood. I hear you. Yeah. But uh, just some of those things where like, I just want to go home and eat some toast with everything bagel seasoning on top. Ooh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> it was. I had two slices. Usually I only have one. <laughs> you weren't through an ordeal. You earned that extra It slice. wasn't even that big of an ordeal, but like I like it wasn't physically strenuous ordeal, but I felt like I deserved it anyway. <laughs> it was an hour of your day. You're never getting back. Yeah. So yeah, have that other piece of toast. I did. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, how is it going, guys? <laughs> Pretty good. Not much to report, except that we did um, take down our Christmas tree. Ooh, finally. Nice. nice. Finally. So it went up on Thanksgiving Day weekend and came down on Valentine's Day weekend. I do feel like we got our money's worth. You sure did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, kind of sad to see it go, but also there's a lot more room and it's, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. A good I imagine the, the room feels bigger now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it sure does. Um, that's about it. It was a really quiet weekend. It's kind of rainy here, so it's always nice to have the three-day. But the thing about February is once you have President's Day, then you know that you don't have another three-day until the end of May. Oh, gosh, I forgot. Really? Why did you I have know. to say that out loud? I'm sorry. Because oh, all, you so know, leaving, leading up to that for like five or six months, it's like there's at least a day like every month. But now we're... In a long stretch until May, um, but that's okay. Uh, also, my cousin got her first COVID dose, oh, dose yay. of COVID vaccine. Um, she works in a school, and so that was super exciting. It's just like every time I hear about somebody getting vaccinated, it just makes me so happy. And like she's younger than me, you know. Like so, there's like different, you know, different people in different situations are starting to get vaccinated. At work, it's looking like my age group. Um, which was like 18 to 64, right? Um, should be up in March. So like, I don't know, but I will be on that to snag an appointment. Yeah. Um, so okay. March is here in like 10 days. It really is. Yeah. So, so we'll see, but that's about it. Wow. Oh my God. March is here in like 10 days. I, I, and I, I, that's an arbitrary number. It might not actually be 10. Days. Close. Someone should, oh. someone should consult a calendar. 12, that's 12 days. 12 days. Or 11 and a half. You will. Yeah. yeah. 
11, really. I mean, <laughs> for us East Coast people. <laughs> nice. Nice. All good. <laughs> Ooh, uh, hold on one second. Let me do some math here. Uh, okay, just kidding. Just kidding. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I was trying to figure out if episode 222 would fall around your due date, but actually you will have a baby before we get to 222. Oh, that's okay. You want that. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> you want that. That's good. Okay, good. I, was like, I don't know how to respond to this. <laughs> no, I was just doing the numbers thing. Like, is there 10 weeks? And then I don't think there is. <laughs> Again, math is hard. Yeah, I actually don't know how many weeks there are left. And uh, I'm sure if I counted them, it would make me very stressed out. So yeah, so please don't. Okay, yeah. we'll cut that out. Oh, I was in a meeting. I was in a meeting today. One of my coworkers' wife is pregnant, and like he he let us all know very early. Like yeah. she is like three months pregnant, and I'm like, oh well, that's brave. Uh, hey, but like this not? is their third kid, so like whatever. Like you know, it's a walk in the park at this point. But he was saying how like she's already measuring really big, and that the baby's really big, and they frig- they thought they were going to move the due date up, and. They decided not to, that it's just a big baby. Yeah. <laughs> and then my like my boss like made some comment like, oh Amanda, don't get nervous. And I'm like, too late. <laughs> I'm watching the videos. I've been doing the childbirth classes. I'm borderline terrified. It's fine though. There's drugs. <laughs> there's great. drugs. And even there's if there's drugs. no drugs, it will pass. They're getting exactly. the baby out of you. One way or Your another. Your body is made to do this. Exactly. Your body is made to do this. <laughs> it's going to be fine. <laughs> it's just I have to convince my mind that, like, we can do this. You got this. Yeah. But you do. You do. Because you got good doctors. Exactly. exactly. And you it's got true. a good partner. You're going to be fine. Yep. Yep. I watched one of those, like, childbirth videos uh, over the weekend, and I sat in a chair and cried about it. Oh, no. I don't know why I cried about it. I don't know. It's probably part hormonal, but it, mm. I'm just like, I don't know if these are scared tears, if these are happy tears, if this like. Probably a bit of both. It, it just the circle of life is beautiful. I don't know. All of the above. It's <laughs> it just a lot of feeling. A lot of feelings. Well, just remember, and they, I, everybody's going to tell you this, no matter what your birth plan is. Be willing to go with the flow because it, you know, may not yeah. happen. Yeah. You I'm a little like, yeah. do you really have to like write up a birth plan and like come with the paper or can you just be like, I you're think, the doctors, you tell me. Well, I don't know what your paper says, <laughs> but my paper, you know, asked for specific things. And I was like, I would for Zach, I was like, I would like my husband to catch the baby or cut the umbilical cord. And they, my doctor laughed at me. She was like, yeah, no, he's not catching the baby. And I was yeah. like, well, he's <laughs> not like, qualified for that. Catch the baby? Meaning like, so the doctor will help, help him Ooh. pull him out. Wow. Which is that is, something that happens? Yeah, and it's something? totally a thing that people do. But she was just like, yeah, no. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Veto. She was the one that ended up coming in. So at my practice, you have to see different doctors each time because they want you to get used to whoever's on call. And this particular doctor was the one. She wasn't my main one. She was a, a different one. And I was like, well, I don't like this. She just dismissed me, blah, blah, blah. And then she ended up being the one that delivered Zach. We had this great doctor that was there until nine. And then mm. she took over for the last hour. And, um, you know, mm. 
he came out blue because it took me 53 minutes to push him. So <laughs> there was there were some things going on um, <laughs> with, you know, fluid in his mouth at that point. Um, <laughs> you know what? So in the end, Everyone I has their own journey. Exactly. That was X. It's much like the, the potty training and then the everything else. <laughs> it started at first. He does things on his own time. Exactly. He, just, he needs, <laughs> he savors <laughs> the journey, that one. Ex- exactly. And in this case, you know, uh, his mom didn't quite know what she was doing because, <laughs> you know, whatever. Because um, you've never done it before. Because <laughs> I've never done it before. Um, but anyway, uh, she ended up being the one that delivered him and, you know, it, it ended up being like the perfect person for that moment. But I, when she walked in, I was like, fuck, he's not, cause at first I was like, maybe I could convince this lady to let Jay catch him. And then <laughs> <laughs> she walked in and I was like, damn it, this isn't happening. <laughs> I'm really picturing like football here. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, it's a good analogy, but <laughs> yeah, good times. I don't mean to scare you, Amanda. No, it's okay. That <laughs> it was just one of those weird Colleen energy things. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> We've already had that talk. I'm like, do you, do you want to be able to see what's going on? And Daniel's like, no, no, I'm going to stay north. And it's like, okay. Oh, I insisted on the mirror with Zach. Yeah, I don't think I need that. Well, I didn't know what I was doing. So I thought that like if I was able to like be guided see. and see huh. it would help do you think um, it helped or i think it helped a bit um jay and my mom were in there and they loved seeing the mirror <laughs> they did they were like this is wonderful and i was like i don't get it <laughs> <laughs> well because then it's like it's in reverse <laughs> yeah kind of <laughs> <Pretty Yeah, much. laughs> that's right um and then with alex i didn't have the epidural so i just didn't care at that point i was like yeah you can feel everything at that point i don't need to see i can feel it and i think that was a lot a part of the problem with zach is i didn't recognize like i I don't even know what the problem like i don't i don't know i was i hadn't eaten since lunchtime the night before and he was born at 9 53 in the morning and i i Everybody told me to eat on the way to the hospital and I was so excited that like I couldn't eat and I hadn't eaten since like two o'clock the day before. And that was honestly, that was the problem with Zachary is I was just completely gassed because I had nothing in my system at that point. Mm. And so it wasn't so much that I didn't know what to do or like when I just joke about it that way. But the thing was, I didn't listen to advice and I didn't eat and I had, I didn't have the energy to do it. So like... That was a large part of the problem. So if there is one thing like other than like, you know, don't give your hopes, get your hopes up on your birth plan. It would also be like when they say to eat before you get admitted, you fucking eat. (laughs) Big fan of snacks. Don't have to tell me. Well, once you get admitted, they're not going to let you eat. I'm not one that is known for skipping meals. Okay. Once you get admitted, they're not going to let you eat, especially once you get your epidural or anything like that. Like they're not going to let you. So... That was, they were like, would you like some ice chips? And I was like, does the ice chip come with a cheeseburger? Then no. <laughs> it's like, how is that going to help? <laughs> with Alex, I was like, will the numbing of my tongue numb my vagina too? Because <laughs> sure. <laughs> Different experiences. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> I am team drugs all the way. It, it really does, it really does make a difference for those hours that you're laboring where you can feel it versus where you can't feel it. And both experiences, you know, totally different and totally valid and totally fine. Like, honestly, if I had to do it again, I would just go with the flow. I would get the drugs and I would cry again if they said you couldn't have the drugs. But also I'd be like, okay, I know what I've been through. We're just going to go down this path. We're going to bushwhack a little. There's going to be thorns, but it's going to be fine. (laughs) (laughs) The human body is made to do this. Yes. They didn't do drugs. They didn't have drugs in the 1600s. (laughs) Right? I'm sure they had some form of drugs throughout all of history, to be honest. Also, I mean, mortality wasn't the same. Let's just say that also in the 1600s. So, yeah, more people died. Well, people, more women died. Okay. (laughs) Let's be specific. (laughs) There's only one gender is doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there were fathers that died during childbirth, too, but... There's probably a few and far between and for very different reasons. I, I don't think we have to both sides this one. <laughs> it's like when men gain like the sympathy weight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, happier thoughts. Does anybody have happier thoughts? <laughs> Ooh, I watched... Um, this weekend, we watched One Night in Miami. Oh. It was so good. Really? It was so good. I can't believe that was Regina King's first movie as a director. She It was such a seasoned directorial debut. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was so great. Uh, it was really entertaining. It was really beautifully shot. All the actors were, like, phenomenal. I could not recommend it more. Nice. What did you watch it on? Yeah, what did you watch it on? It is on Prime, Amazon Prime. It's adapted from a play, which I didn't realize. Because um, hmm. as you're watching it, it's it, it feels it feels that the pacing of it does feel like a play. Yeah, the majority of the action all happens kind of in one hotel room, and you're like, gosh, this like feels like a play. And then at the end in the credits, it's like adapted from, you know, it lists the playwright, and it's like, ah, oh. yeah, okay, cool, nice. Yes, it's very good. <clears throat> nice. I awesome. actually watched a, a movie. This weekend also, which is very strange for me. Franck had to like force me. Um, but it's uh, a Canadian uh, director, Xavier Doron. And it's Mathias and Maxime. It was really good. Um, I think he also, I think he bought it on Prime. I think that's how we got it. But mm. um, very, very good. I mean, the, that director has made a lot of prize-worthy movies. But it's funny because he's from Quebec. And so his movies are like in in French, but in, you know, Quebec, Quebecois French. Um and so we had the subtitles and I just look, I looked at Frank at the end of the movie and was like, so like, if we didn't have the subtitles, like what percentage would you have understood? <laughs> eh, 20%. It's like, okay, thank God it was. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what's the difference? The, the di- dialects? Is that even yeah, the Yeah, right what's term? the difference in dialects? That, that, that they're not different. Well, it depends though too, because like I have, I've ha- you know, I have friends who are from Canada and I can understand them perfectly fine. And there'll be some words and expressions here and there that, you know, aren't used in like the French is spoken in France, but it's like, you know, it's like the same as speaking with somebody from England. But I think it's like when you move into like the village, like the country, like the accent just goes way up. 
which I would imagine is maybe the same experience of somebody who's not used to American English going to like the deep South in like a That's small very town. That's very true. Or something. Yep. <laughs> Certain accents are are harder to to wrap your brain around if you're not familiar with them. Yeah, for sure. But it's a good movie. I recommend it. Okay. Well, yeah. I will check that out. Uh, speaking of movies, we all watched Framing Britney Spears over the last week. Yes. Uh, do you guys want to get into it? Yes, but I also really want to hear your ghost story first. Oh, my ghost story. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, update on my office ghost. Okay, I had forgotten about that. Hold on. I uh, never forget a ghost story. <laughs> okay. So, up- done. <laughs> update on my office ghost. I got a text from my coworker, and it was, okay, right hand. I just heard someone cough. No shit. I was in the space close to the copier where the bookcase and awards are, checking to see if my docking station works from an outlet other than my office. Because for some reason, her docking station isn't working, so it's not like picking up on the big screen. Anyway, so it was quiet and clear as a bell. And I was like, no way. And she's like, I am dead serious. So she heard somebody coughing in the office from like the middle of the office. (laughs) And she was by herself. Mm -hmm. I was like, are you okay? She's like, I'm just startled. Um, unless she's like, unless a homeless person has crawled into the crawl space of our house, shrug emoji. And I was like, well, it is cold out. So you never know. Maybe there is somebody like who has gone into the crawl space underneath the house. Like it's big enough to like sit in there. Like you can stack things. I I can walk through. I don't know if a six foot tall person can walk through, but I know I can. So, um, that I think, you know, somebody being there alive might have creeped her out even more. <laughs> yeah, right. I think that I'd no. rather take my uh, chances with right? the ghost. Would you rather the like totally. the ghost that has been otherwise non-confrontational other than like that or somebody yeah. that's living inside of the house? Basically. So, yeah. She's like, and I checked, nobody was in the driveway or on the side of the house or anything. <sighs> so, uh, the, so the driveway actually... We have our parking lots in the back of the of the house because our house it's like in a house converted to a heart, 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 uh, office building, and you can park. We generally park on the street, but there's a long driveway that goes the side of the house to the parking lot. So when she says she checked like the driveway and that nobody's on the side, she meant like nobody was on the side, and the copier is close to that side of the house. Like it's mm-hmm. not it's not up against. The wall, there's a storage closet. Like, so it's like the copier and then the wall the copier is against. There's a storage closet in there with like all of our like extra supplies. And then it's like the driveway, like going to the side. Okay. And then the creepy abandoned house? The creepy abandoned house on the other side. Okay. Okay. So if she was standing by the copier, but like the bookshelf's in the direct center. So if she was like kind of standing in that area, she could have heard something from either side. Okay. Okay. Well, hopefully it's a ghost with allergies. And I know, right? <laughs> I know. I really, I'm, I'm hoping it's a ghost because I have to go in tomorrow and I think I might be by myself. And so Henry's mom apparently has some allergies. Is <laughs> Okay. Now, framing. Britney. Now we can talk about Britney Spears. <laughs> Who wants to start? It was really interesting. It was mm-hmm. fascinating. It, it really, I found it very illuminating. Um, you know, I kept, Daniel watched it with me, and, you know, I kept sort of saying, you know, it's like I was working in pop culture at the time, 
And just the idea of just, you know, how one little frame, your frame of reference can just be changed by one little thing. Like I was very caught by, um, I can't think of which of the talking heads it was, but just like the idea of like, well, what if Brittany shaving her head wasn't a mental breakdown, but a big middle finger and yeah. Or even like liberation, liberation too. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. That completely reframes the way that we think about that incident Mm -hmm. because we were definitely fed the, she went crazy Mm -hmm. story. Yeah. Yeah. And just to, to feel, to see in real time how complicit I was in that narrative and how I played into the narrative as well And to like see it in hindsight, you know, granted, you know, we're all, you know, a decade older and hopefully a decade Mm -hmm. wiser to kind of look at it with, with those eyes, but just to like, yeah, I bought into it. You know, I bought a, I had a subscription to in touch weekly. Like I, I love me my trashy magazines and, and I think it, it, yeah, you know, it's interesting. You say the framing thing in perspective, um, because Two, two things, three things, real quick. First, even if she, even if it wasn't a liberation thing and she was having a mental breakdown, nobody helped her. Like, no, everybody just mm-hmm. made money right? off of her right, pain. Right. And that's just as fucked up. Second, like, we were fed yeah. this narrative of, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we were fed this narrative of, that we all bought into. And, like, how is that any different than the narrative that people like the QAnon people or the Fox News people are being sold today where they're at, like actually getting like reality that as as it's meant to like for ratings, right? It's not even or power, yeah. like mm-hmm. it's not even like an actual reality. It's just the way that things are sold and it kind of makes you want to stop and like think like, you know, not everything that cuz I not everything that you see or read or hear or watch is going to be real it's going to be what the best way to sell it to you is like i remember when Heath mm-hmm. ledger died and i went down there because i was writing for that blog at the time and there were a bunch of things i noticed that the main news outlets were reporting about this with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And it was like not. And, and nobody was allowed in there. So like we were all just on the street like spectators. And it was not like what my eyes and ears had experienced. And, mm-hmm. you know, because I just and I just mm-hmm. remember it being like, but wait a second. That didn't happen. I was there like I I wasn't there there with like the people that had like, you know, Mary Kate Olsen like on speed dial. But like just 
you know, the basics of like describing this outside scene. Like it just was very different. And that, you know, that was that same kind of time period. And, and the absence of fact, you know, exactly. a lot of it is just conjecture mm. of filling in what what story makes sense based off of what we what we know and how can we elevate it to make it a little more exciting. Exactly. And that yeah. leads me to Which this- seems harmless enough on its face, but right. has these major ramifications because right, it is you- it, at the end of the day it is a person's life. Exactly. Exactly. And like we don't and that was like kind of my third thing was that there was this like I think it was the start of like web blogs that people had this like easy access for free, renewed, like Perez, Pink is the new blog, Crazy Days mm-hmm. and Nights, like people had this renewed interest that they didn't need to subscribe to tabloid magazines in order to like get all this gossip. And those people were paying money for phot- for photographs and like there was just giant paparazzi craze where, you know, we as consumers, as spectators, you know, wanted more and more of those stories because they every single day versus like a weekly publication because it was, you know, our entertainment. And yeah, with some, you know, hopefully with now a decade or two worth of perspective and seeing how it actually was irreparably harming people's lives, mm-hmm. that it's not, it's not okay. It's not great. Yeah. No, it's mm-hmm. definitely not okay. The, um, I think the paparazzi apparatus is so fucked up. But to your point, Amanda, like I think they did a really good job of showing, just like you were saying, when there's, in the absence of fact, we have speculation and conjecture. And when that's happening within a framework that is completely sexist, then you see the results. And I, I, I just thought that that was really well done. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. You know, it's so weird because, like, I had the most peripheral awareness of any of this stuff going on. Because, like, I when I was in, like, middle school and high school, like, I had attitude about pop music for whatever reason. And it really wasn't until in college I remember hearing Toxic and being like, oh, like, I, like I was ready to like that song <laughs> at that. But, like, I had, you know. It I is had, a like, great pop song. I think it's a great pop song. You cannot <laughs> like pop music. That's totally fine. We all go through those phases. But Toxic is a legitimately great pop song. It's a great song. <laughs> so I, I, I was ready for it. I was done with my like whatever attitude about pop music. But like even and even then, like I wasn't living in the U.S. I, it was just like I don't know. I wasn't really aware. I vaguely remember the shaving the head thing. And again, like it was just fed to us as like oh she went crazy, and it was like oh okay. But like the. The situation that she's in now, which I think just changed also, I think you guys were saying in the chat, maybe. Yes. I, I yeah. think if, if the court hadn't overturned it, it was it's going back into litigation, I believe. Okay. But, like, I had no idea that that – I mean, it, like, it sounds vaguely, vaguely, vague, vaguely familiar, but I had really no idea. And the fact that they could do that to, like, a, a barely middle-aged woman is just kind of – well, and also, so even if she had mental illness, even if they were concerned about people taking advantage of her to get her money or whatever, it still shouldn't be a money-making op- operation. Like, they sh- people shouldn't be running a business off of her conservatorship, which is there mm-hmm. for her mental health. That's right. That's that's bad. Right. Which, and it's quite literally what's happening. The fact that yeah. she had to stop working that that was the only card she had left to play 
was to just sit down and refuse to work, refuse to do the thing that brings her joy because that's the only way to make the machine stop. Yeah. Like that is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I mean, I have to wonder because I don't know. It would be interesting to know what she really thinks about how it began because they did make the case that like maybe in the beginning it was with the best of intentions. But I do wonder like how many other super rich people like stars or what have you out there are there that a like might have some sort of mental illness uh, issues going on or B might have people trying to prey on their money and how many of those people have a conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Like, right. What the fuck. Yeah. Well, how many people just if pe- wherever there's money, there's people that prey on it. I mean, you just, right. you have enablers throughout history and you know, I just don't ever like, I'm, and maybe I'm just like not connected with what's going on, but I, I mean, I just have never really heard of that. See, I with anyone else? have always. Well, and it, it sounds like it really was something that really was not used for that in that situation. Traditionally, it was used for older people where you're just afraid right. that like, you know, a telemarketer is going to call, yeah. call grandma and convince her to give away all her money. Right. Or it's, she's it's not somehow incapacitated. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 But yes. No, Colleen. You you were you were saying before I jumped all over. No, no, no. That was that was a great point. I was just gonna like I remembered a lot of what they reported on. I remember the umbrella thing. I remember the shaving the head thing. I remember. I uh, I mean I I pay attention to that kind of stuff. I paid attention to a lot more back then while it was happening. But like I remembered so much of it, and it just really gave me a different perspective and. You know, it is, I hope that this kind of begins to bring a little bit of a change to the, I I feel like the frenzy has died down or maybe I'm just at a point where I don't check that kind of stuff to know the frenzy. But like, I do hope that it becomes more of a celebrities can be in control of the publicity and the stuff that they want to release and then we get a couple of like you know juicy scandals here and there but nothing that's like um life ruining in this case because like you saw britney saying she was scared of them Mm -hmm. and they were horrible like many times that that word was used many times yeah they were horrible to her the narrative you might think that you can create like do your own narrative but like at some point, if you're always out there, it's going and and you're creating a demand for yourself. It's always going to get away from you, and that's where we, I think, really need to evaluate as a society. Like, what is, you know, like keep in mind that there's human beings behind the lens, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I think that's because that's something I thought a lot about too. This idea of has that frenzy died down, or am I just older and not as plugged into it. And it's, I think it's a little bit of both, but I think it's also, we're talking about an era pre, at the very early days of social media. Social media was not nearly as as ubiquitous as it is now. So I I, I think that has completely changed the model because now arguably everybody is a paparazzi because everybody Everybody has has a a phone. phone so the flashbulbs have just gotten less invasive, but then also more invasive because now anyone can just pick up their phone in a restaurant and take a video mm-hmm. of you and live stream it right right to the internet. So I, right. it, 
it's it's just a different model. Right. But I and think on the other side of that, the celebrity themselves does have more control because they have a social media channel themselves. Exactly. Like so, they they stuff. can control the the message direct to their audience in a way that they couldn't. 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but I but I, I do maintain like social media and the on-demand of blogs like Perez. And Perez was all about the cruelty. He was like the oh, fucking piece of shit. He was the he is the blog blogger version of Donald Trump. Like with Perez, the cruelty was the point. If he wasn't outing somebody, he wasn't mm-hmm. happy. Right. If yeah. he wasn't oh, calling he's somebody, a piece of shit. He's a I big piece of shit. How angry he made me. I know he makes me so mad. Like I just remember how many people, shitty human being. Like how many people he tried to out from the closet. How many like mean nicknames he had. And like at first when you didn't like really get it, like at least for me, like they were funny and ha 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 mm-hmm. ha. But like after a while, like there's only so many white penises he can draw on somebody's face until you're like, okay, now this is getting kind of mean. Like, well, just how much he objectified women. It, that too. And like he remember he was friends with Lady Gaga and Katy Perry coming up and then at some point he turned on them and like made it his mission to like destroy them early, early, early on. And like I just mm-hmm. he's just such a piece of shit. And like I think that mentality led to like Barstool Sports being so popular and you know, so much because he was one of the early ones. He was one of the trendsetters. Mm-hmm. And it was like yep. the cruelty was the point with with mm-hmm. people like like him. And yep. I and they were people were going to the site. People were willing to pay money. And that's kind of what made the Britney trend like the paparazzi like blow up. And it wasn't just Britney back then that was affected. Like R- Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay uh, Lohan. Paris uh, Hilton. Paris Hilton. Um, you had to be team Lindsay, team Hillary, team Ashley Simpson. Uh, it was either like, uh, Jessica Simpson, you know, like, so Brittany and, uh, ex-Tina were dumb sluts and Jessica Simpson was just stupid because of, uh, the Bumblebee tuna, which I, chicken of the sea, chicken of the sea thing. Like, that was really funny, but like, you know, Mm -hmm. they just took it like there's, you can laugh at like somebody's silliness or whatever, but like, you know, there's a point between like laughing and being cruel, right? Mm -hmm. And like mm-hmm. it, that kind of stuff got cruel, and like it, I think it takes somebody with a very giant support system and some kind of crazy great therapist to like not. No, I'm sorry, Siri. Siri's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like therapist. What? Right, but you had to. <laughs> what I can think, I get for you? <laughs> I know she just did, uh, <laughs> and I think that's what goes to what Shandy was saying earlier, where she was anti-pop music. And I also like, because I was, I think there was a very big feeling for those of us in our era that like, girlfriends were great, but you could only have like one or two. You had to be one of the guys to be cool. Mm -hmm. And you couldn't like pop music to be cool. Like, you know, don't like Britney, don't like Christina, don't, or maybe like Christina because she's edgier, but like, don't like Taylor Swift and don't like this and like, uh, and, and, and even if you did like them, you're always preconditioned to believe like every bad rumor that comes out about them right like oh my god i love genie in a bottle but like oh christina gave head to carson daly like okay i believe that like you know what i mean so it's like like it it was just this very like very misogynistic thing back then yeah 
Totally. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that like some internal internalized misogyny was part of why I had attitude about pop music. Cause it was like, there's this idea that it's like not good music that, which is, you know, it's often like feminized. Um, mm -hmm. You think about like these artists, although there were the boy bands too, but like, right. You could love it. You think that they're not like, like real, you know, real musicians when like you see in the, in the documentary, that video of Britney Spears singing as such a little girl. And you're like, mm -hmm. Fucking shit! Like, she, yeah, like she's an amazing musician, yep. and shame on me for ever thinking, you know, anything less than that. Like, and all, you know, all of these people. Like, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, it's too bad. But luckily, I've grown out of that attitude. <laughs> right. And I think, yeah. I, I, like, I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You go. Um. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say to like go go back and to see all that archival footage and all those interviews with Brittany at that time. And you're just, it really reframed it for me that like, she was so much more in control and she was so much more of a badass than I think the story around her led you to believe totally. that in hindsight, this, this was a woman that was really, that knew what was up and was really trying to rail against a system that was designed for her to fail. Right. Yeah. It wanted her to fail. It wanted yep. her to fail and it was doing everything it could to control her. Yeah, yep. it did. And you think about like her music. So let's talk about the Justin Timberlake thing. Cause how could we not? Uh, like, yeah, I suppose we should. It points out, we can go <laughs> real quick. It points out just how like whatever went down between them, he got the first word out and uh, the rumors were that she cheated on him with Wade Robson, who was also a piece of shit, as we've seen. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> choreographer extraordinaire. But like... Um, troubled soul. Troubled soul, Wade Robson. <laughs> Asshole. But like, he got the verse where it shots off. And her only response was a song that if you go back, and I actually went back and listened to a lot of Britney this past week and was really like, man, I loved so much more of her songs than I ever admitted to myself until I got to college and heard Toxic and everybody else liked Toxic. And I was like, oh my God, but what about this song? And what about that song? Mm -hmm. But like mm -hmm. her response song is a song called Every Time. And like, if you listen to it, I remember thinking it was very beautiful back in the day. But like, yeah. I don't know if you remember the lyrics or the music video even, but like. I remember like she's like running, running down a hall at the end. And isn't it like there's something about like a menstrual, mental institution? Or something like that. Or but something. Like the, Is that? I, I don't know. I remember her being in a bathtub with a red band around her wrist that everybody thought was maybe a, a nod to Kabbalah. Oh, right. Um, right. That was also a big thing. That Everybody was, was into Kabbalah at that was. point, too. <laughs> that was. That was a whole thing. Oh, that, that was, was a whole a weird journey. time, kids. I know. Wow. 2003, Z, watch man. Out. Millennials are going uh, going down a tear on memory lane. Quick, everybody part their hair to the side. Quick, quick, quick. We can't finish talking about this. No, we have side parts. Okay. Mine there we go. is always side parted. Take that. <laughs> Yours <laughs> is. Mine has always been middle parted because <laughs> I had bangs. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had bangs. <laughs> Which I'm sure is probably also not cool, but whatever. I don't care. Stop picking on me. Definitely not cool. But, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yes, but like, so she's like slipping into the bathtub and like, it's this whole like distraught thing and like kind of makes me wonder like, 
or appreciate, I don't know young music nowadays, but I feel like it's a lot more like female sex positive than it used to be. Whereas, yes, it used yes. to be with a lot of Britney, Christina uh, songs or whatever. But like for every one of those, they still had their like, I need you, baby. I can't live without you. Please, you know, don't whatever. And it was like in this way that wasn't like some fun Mariah way. It was like in this like right. really like- but it was- it was sexualized with a male's gaze in mind. Exactly. Or with a, a young, impressionable young woman, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you always mm-hmm. heard that, like, well, young women are relationships are drama and this and that. And, like, I kind of wonder sometimes, like, how much of, like, our dating experiences were influenced by things like these kinds of songs where they were just very, like, oh, you're supposed to feel this kind of anguish. You're supposed to feel that. Um, I wonder. I, I do, though, because, like, I had many mm-hmm. a, AOL screens, <laughs> well, what, screensavers or whatever, away, ma- away, away messages. Away message. The away message. Right? And I feel like those kind the of well compounded. well-curated away message. I know. I know. I loved a good away message. Loved a good profile. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I spent lots of, lots of quality time on those. But what I was getting to is, like, Justin's song that came out that he launched his career upon, you know, just ruining the careers of, of women. And uh, her response song was Every Time. And it's like, every time I try to fly, I fall without your wings. I feel so small. I guess I need you, baby. And I'm like, wow, really like these lyrics at 21. Really think they're problematic at 37. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And it's basically like he got to call her a slut. And her response was like, I can't live without you. I'm so sorry. I'm, you know, I'm going to drown myself in a bathtub. Yeah. Which I also wonder, because like she had songs that she, she didn't write a lot of her songs, but she did co-write some of them. And that one, she does not have a co-writing credit on. I checked. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. I don't know. And I mean, honestly, like I remember that they were dating, but that's about it. Like I didn't, I I didn't know about like this, the breakup, the scandal, the whatever. My thoughts on it are, I, I have no fucking clue if she cheated on him. But honestly, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Right. Like, for one thing, that doesn't make her a bad human being. Mm-hmm. For another thing, it's between the two of them. And, like, for a third thing, like, we have no right to even know. And, again, mm-hmm. who fucking cares? Like, mm-hmm. the way that somebody's, a couple's relationship ends is not our fucking business. Mm-hmm. Right. And even if we do find out, like, I don't know, maybe not launch your solo career make millions of dollars while then also subsequently causing the downfall of your ex-partner right well just the double standard of it like watching that diane sawyer clip oh just like chin on the floor like this is supposedly a well-respected journalist and the types of questions that she was asking this young woman she would have she, I'm sure Justin Timberlake wasn't getting those questions. No, Justin Timberlake like, was, was getting those questions like tears. Yeah, like it was. He was just Justin Timberlake. Television. Timberlake was getting yeah. the questions like, "Yo, man, did you pop your cherry?" Right, exactly. right. Which that too for me is like, it is fucking wild to ask somebody if they're a virgin. Yes. Like in, in what world is that okay? Or about in breast implants? Would you ask mm-hmm. any? Any person, famous or not, that you don't know that you're not friends with, 
hey, did you guys have sex? Or like a couple that's not known for being virgins or whatever. You would never say, oh, so you would never talk about their sex. Like you just never would. Like it's just so not okay. And I can't believe. Even, and then and then to talk about her boobs and then to like all of yeah, well, all of that. Was just so so even like, like, all under the guise of like, well, you know, your audience is a lot of young, impressionable girls. And what kind of message are you sending exactly. for them? And what kind of role model are you? Right. It's like the hypocrisy and the double standard. Like, you know, I I would like to hope that at the time we were somewhat aware of it, but it's just to look back on it now is just so glaringly not okay. Yeah. 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 And then there's one thing if you're going to go on a show like Howard Stern, where you know what you're in for, but like Diane Sawyer. That was prime time major cable destination watching and like what the hell and even after she asked that and they watched her break down nobody was like hey maybe we should get this woman help right well also there was just no backlash the fact that no one was like that was a really offensive question and that shouldn't we shouldn't be asking well a 20 something year old woman if she's a virgin on national television amanda maybe not okay can i just remind you that cancel culture had it wasn't running rampant Right. <laughs> and we were all saved by cancel culture. <laughs> Won't somebody let Gina Carano be Gina Carano? Uh, <laughs> just saying. I don't know if I know who that is. It was the woman from Star Wars, who, uh, from The Mandalorian, who... Uh, ah, she yeah. had a year, a year right. of warnings to stop with the transphobic anti-Semitic tweets a fucking year they gave her of chances. So when any when any wow. conservative comes at you and is like, cancel culture, they hate conservatives. It'll be like, her first transphobic thing was last October and they didn't fire her until this February. So I don't know. Maybe miss me with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> the First Amendment, right? Yeah. It's I, funny how we uh, love to take those amendments and twist them to our advantage, huh? But apparently you can yell fire in a crowded theater now, so that's cool. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was really feeling I was really feeling uh, imposed upon not being able to do that before now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, just my rights felt very infringed. So yeah. I feel much freer now. I'm glad I have that information. Exactly. Six <laughs> months from now, if you want to take your child to a movie theater, but you want to, you know, make sure that you guys have the theaters yourself, just yell fire beforehand. Let everybody great. clear out and you know, you'll be fine. The First Amendment will protect me. Exactly. You know, and uh, you'll, you'll get an empty theater. that's what it's there for. <laughs> for you. It's there for me. <laughs> and nobody else. <laughs> it's in my bubble. It's good for me. Yeah. And, and <laughs> my the, money. What's the worst I case? I worked for. You're going to get. No one gave me anything. <laughs> You're going to get like a little bit of hate on Twitter and like one warning and then maybe Ben Shapiro will give you a, a movie contract. <laughs> you know what? I don't care. I'm not even on Twitter. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Back on track. Uh, let's, let's bring this, let's land this plane. Um, let's land it. Uh, shit. What was the last thing we were talking about? Uh, let Gina Carano be Gina Carano. Uh, Inappropriate interview questions. Yes. Yeah. 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 Ha 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 ha! Um, I just thought the whole thing. Free Britney. When 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 do we meet, guys? When do we riot? 
<laughs> when do we take to the streets? Yeah. When, when well, are we doing this? We can do that too. Yeah. When are we putting our Antifa hats on with Free Britney on the top? When are we doing this? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, time well spent uh, watching that. It was. It was really great. And really I hope was. that she's well. Me too. And free. I have I a, so much more appreciation for, for Britney. It was very eye-opening, and I, I really hope that um, we get to hear her side of the story yeah. one day. And that she gets to go back to Vegas, because I feel like that was probably the most amazing show. I know. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen it. She had like 10 years of practice, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, <laughs> Britney Spears is a performer. <laughs> like, she is meant for a live uh, uh, yeah. extravaganza like that so um what's your favorite Hopefully. britney songs oh i don't know i'll start toxic okay yes <laughs> obviously yes obviously maybe one more time duh yeah Class. um yeah. yeah i can't stop singing circus i've been singing it all around the house and i just i don't i don't know why so i guess it's a great I, song it's circus a great song is an under underappreciated album i love circus a womanizer yeah, I forgot about Womanizer. I had forgotten about one. it too, but I've also been singing that. I always really liked Crazy. Oh, you drive me crazy. Yeah. I just can't oh, sleep. Yeah. See, I yeah. love the version of that with the remix one from the movie. Which movie? From the You Drive Me Crazy movie with Melissa Joan Hart, that that was like the sound. <sighs> it was it was like a on the soundtrack to it, and they had this radio edit that it was, my opinion, much better than the album edit. Mm. Um I'm a, oh, okay, so I'm a slave for you, which I know has terrible lyrics, but like that beat is super hot. It is. I can't help it. I really like that song and I don't <laughs> want to, but I really like it. I can't help it. I also really love If You Seek Amy. I had completely forgotten about that song, but it is a very good one. It's a and really the good one song. she did with Madonna, too. Oh, the Me Against the Music. That's a great I, song. I had forgotten about that one as, as well. And that's and that's a great video. Oh, it's a great video. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I When I say I went on a Britney kick this weekend, I went on a Britney <laughs> kick. It was really sad. I was going to go to bed at 11 o'clock the other night, and then I ended up listening to a Britney mix while surfing the internet and went to bed at 12.15. And I was like, fuck, I was going to go to sleep. <laughs> uh, remember the song Lucky? Yeah, I loved that video. I yeah, that was a great that video. video. I still remember part of the oops, I did it again dance. Yep, yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> oh, man. What's the song that's, it's Britney, bitch? Is that Give Me More? Give Me More? Yeah. Yeah. Quite possibly just one of the best moments in pop music. Oh, it's like, it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she has some really great music. Overprotected, stronger, not a girl, not yet a woman. Yeah, that was one I, I like really liked in spite of myself at the time because you know it's like crossroads and it was like not oh, cool like Britney at that point but it's kind of a great idea yeah and I think it was probably and it was very smart for her like it was very astute if when you look back at it because uh, there is that time in your life where yeah you're not a kid but like you don't really feel like an adult and it, it, that song yeah. is a much deeper than <laughs> Than I think we were allowed to mm-hmm. admit to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, the song "Boys." I don't know if I remember that one. Boys, sometimes a girl just needs one. Boys, da 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 da. Uh, yeah, maybe. 
Yeah, sometimes I run, sometimes I hide. Sometimes oh yeah, that I'm was scared. like that was like early. That was early. All I really want is, is to hold you tight, tight treat, treat you right, right be with be you with day, day. <laughs> baby. All I need is time. <laughs> okay, we're gonna stop now. Okay, we're gonna stop because I could keep going. Uh, apparently, <laughs> sh- yeah. No, we're just gonna stop. Uh, was I Love Rock and Roll also part of the soundtrack from Crossroads? I believe it was. I was. Because okay. <laughs> as soon as you said Crossroads, that popped into my mind. And I was like, that's right. I vaguely remember her singing that song, too. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, that was a great cast, too. I know. <laughs> like Zoe Saldana. But, uh, uh, Terry Manning. Taylor. Ter- yep, Terry yep. Manning. Yep. Pensatucky from uh, Orange is the New Black. Yep. So it's yeah. like these really legitimate actresses that went on. They all went on to do great things. Yeah. And Good point. This, you know, kind of teeny popper. Not so bad movie. Yeah. So I guess to sum this up, we say go watch Framing Britney Spears. Yes. Watch the media that you consume and go listen to Britney's early music. Yes. <laughs> free Britney for the love of God. Hashtag and free fuck Britney. Yeah. And fuck the paparazzi. Yeah. Fuck the paparazzi. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break and then um, we will see what the rest of the show brings us. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Can't wait. All right. We are back and we're getting into some facey back. Uh, the first bit of feedback is from Mandy. And she said that uh, I watched the Britney documentary today. Oh, my. I had no idea all that was going on for so long. And then Dots, uh, Got said, now I have to watch the documentary. Groan. I hope that you no learned groaning. a lot from it. No groaning. My sister and I watched it with my parents this weekend. And Jay. Jay watched it too. And, you know, they also took away a lot from it. Um, I don't know. I think God really liked it. I'm just going to predict that now. He found it very fascinating and educational. And God, you can come on the show next week when we do it live for the patrons and share your opinion on the chat. Sure. John said, just finished last week's episode. If it helps, I remember the Olsen Twins song from a couple of years ago in a regular episode. Thank you. Vindicated. Thank you, John, (laughs) the UPS guy. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Aaron says, in response to the sexy time talk from last week, I would have died if you had just called it fuck time instead of sexy time. (laughs) Noted. Uh, (laughs) I appreciate that all couples have their own names for things and what works for you works for you. Winky face just made us wonder what other people call it for some reason. And when I typed in synonyms for sex, the article for vaginas came up and it felt like it'd be a fun discussion. Thanks so much for the lesson. I agree. Pussy should not be on that list. Thank you. Also vindicated. Well, now it kind of makes me want to Google other names. Okay, when you type in other names in my browser, other names for grandma comes up first. And that's weird. Um, with the last... Okay, now I have to do this. Okay, just type in other names for and see what comes up first. 
Because it's got the first eight for me and search number eight. Other is- names for grandma. No way. It's the first do, one I get too. Do you and also get. Pause, and then weed. And brisket. Oh, and I got hold weed. On. I got to try this now. Then okay. Gabe Penton. Oh. Then weed. Okay. okay. I have flank steak as my last one. Which is <laughs> really weird. I'll- I have God as my last one. Okay, I have I, God. I have Grandpa is my last one. Flank steak is third from the bottom. Weird. See, God is third from the bottom. Other names for Jesus is second from the bottom, then flank steak. And then DMD, DMDM, Hyadonin, Donatin. Yep. What is that? Hi, hi, I think we all have the same, but they're all in slightly in different, different orders. Matters. I don't have that. The, the meat one that you have, I don't have. I have uh, brisket. Oh, Ooh. do you Maybe guys have the weed? I have I weed. I have the weed. Weed is three okay. for me. Okay. Oh, where? Okay. One, two, three, four, five. It's five for me. Okay. Yeah. I have Grandma Santa Claus weed. DM, DM, hide a tone. Which I'm God, looking Jesus, for. Blank's sake. Secret Santa Grandpa. Oh my God. Do you know what DM, DM, hide a tone is? It's a preservative that it works as a preservative because it is released the release formaldehyde makes the environment less favorable to microorganisms. So it has something to do with preservatives things. Oh, I don't God. know. Oh, it's formaldehyde. Oh, no. Why? Why is formaldehyde showing up? In all yeah, that's actually question. really worrying. <laughs> that is uh, troubling to say the least. What was the thing that you were just saying, Amanda, when I interrupted you? Because there was something else you had that I didn't have. Grandpa? Grandpa. I don't Grandpa's have Grandpa. my last one. So when I type it, so I did the the other name for DM, DM, blah, blah, blah. And then I deleted that and left it blank. And now that makes that first for me. But also Grandpa shows up, then MSG, and then the last one is Lucifer. So now I have other names for Santa <laughs> Claus, God, Jesus, and Lucifer all showing up in my browser. <laughs> oh, nice. that's amazing. So wait, did anyone else have Secret Santa? No, that that's my second to last one. A Secret Santa. Really? Yeah. Have you ever looked for synonyms for Secret Santa? <laughs> Why would I? I don't know. But now that we're all talking about it on on Google itself through a microphone, I wonder what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Well, that's fun. That was great. That was a great little <laughs> tangent. Great experiment. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I think it's time for Matt's what she said, because I don't know where we were before this, but oh, I was looking for <laughs> other names for sexy time, right. other ah, names for sex, which is very surprisingly not not even auto filling when I type in sex on here. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know. All right. Well, adorable slang terms for sex for the last 600 years. Here we go. We're not okay. doing them all. Uh, give someone a green gown. What? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, play play nugga nug. <laughs> nugga nug, nugga nug. Uh, night physic. I mean, these are from like the 1600s. Uh, couch quail. Ooh. Couch quail. Uh, let's see if there's anything on here worth reading. Get one's ashes hauled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That actually sounds kind of morbid. Uh-huh. It does. Speaking of DMDM, blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> Have your corn ground. Okay. I like that one. Dance the kipples. <laughs> Dance the pickle? Kipples. Oh, the ki- 
What's a kipple? All right, we're going to find I that out right know. now. Oh, gosh. Uh, Urban Dictionary. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's from uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip K. Dick. It refers to sinister type of rubbish which builds up without any human intervention. So, I don't know. All right. Mm-hmm. Moving on. This was a really, really, really weird article, but it ended also arrive at the end of a sentimental journey. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Shit. Okay. okay. This might be... <clears throat> I, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Uh, shit. Uh, Larry, Com- Larry Compoop. I'm going to put this in the chat. Larry Compoop. L-E-R-R-I-C-O-M-P-O-O-P. Is that one word? Yes. Larry Compoop. Larry Compoop. Larry Compoop. Like an nincompoop, like yeah. <laughs> so what's a Larry then? It's uh, the precursor to nincompoop. But it stands for sex. <laughs> or, an- or it's, yeah, it's the antithesis of, yeah, like if an nincompoop is, you know, kind of a dum-dum, then a Larry Compoop is uh, the sexy <laughs> one, I guess. <laughs> All I know is when I Google Larry Compoop, it does show up in multiple Google searches for meaning sexual intercourse. <laughs> That's wild. Well, Ride a dragon upon St. George. There's a hashtag on Twitter of Larry Compoop. Okay, forget it. We're, we're here. We're at this. <laughs> we're doing this journey. We're riding this St. George dragon. Aaron, this is for you, by the way. Just for you. Okay. <laughs> All right, look, when you go to this hashtag on Twitter, there is one, one tweet, and it is a apple and an and a eggplant emoji. <laughs> the hashtag Larry Compoop. <laughs> that is some humor that is so far over my head. <laughs> the emoji. The apple means butt, and the... That was the apple butt? I thought it, the peach was butt. Oh, the peach's butt? So then maybe the apple is vagina. Well, that makes sense since the... Uh, why would the apple be vagina? I don't know, but an apple is definitely not an apple. I guess nothing is nothing. Okay, well, now nothing I guess... Nothing comes from nothing. Nothing. What is the good. apple emoji sexual? Oh, man. Now Gen Z is going to come at us for this. That they we don't are. know what the emojis mean. It's okay. Nobody <laughs> from Gen Z is listening to this show. Um yeah. What is the true? Our audience skews boomer male. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the irony! Okay, first of all, uh, it doesn't love you, boomer male audience. I can't, I can't, I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. I don't know. It doesn't say dirty emojis, but it doesn't say uh, oh breasts. Is it breasts? No cherries or breasts. Oh, yeah. cherries. Wait, hold on. Cherries are a euphemism for breasts and balls. Ooh, double yeah, meaning. I was gonna say it was gonna, or oh. balls. 18 dirty sex emojis just heat up your sex life. Okay, here we go. Okay. <clears throat> this was published on July 29th, my dating anniversary. I felt like this has been for me. Um, Eggplant is a penis. Peace sign is a vagina. Uh, peach mm, is a butt. It makes sense. The okay hand is anal sex. Uh, pointed oh. finger is fingering taco is vagina a uh, mm-hmm. hot dog is a penis right see a hot dog is a penis that's something that us millennials can appreciate 
Uh, sweat droplets <laughs> is an orgasm? I Maybe I knew that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was the water, actually. The water. Oh, it is the water, but I guess it's also supposed to be sweat droplets. Okay. According okay. to Emojipedia, it's a sweat droplet. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Common sexting emoji phrases. The okay hand and the pointed finger. Mm, we've all, yes, we've yes. all seen okay, that yeah. beautiful yeah. scene yes. from... <laughs> What's it called from Superstore? <laughs> uh, also, uh, banana and a donut is cheeky anal sex. Tongue and a taco and sweat droplets obviously mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's clear. We don't need to. Spell we don't that need out. to. Lips and an eggplant and a firework. Also, also, we don't need to specify that. Uh, hand waving and a smiley face with horns means spanking which now that oh, i look at oh. a naughty spanking okay. uh now that i look at the uh, peach emoji up close it really does look like a beautiful butt mm-hmm. <laughs> super does yep never yep. noticed that before uh a strip tease here's the emoji for strip tease the admit one ticket with the lady dancing in the red dress with the eyes Okay, that makes that makes sense. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Never would have gotten there, it but it makes sense. Guys, can you imagine yeah. if we were doing like a game of emoji charades, we would all be losing right now. Except for the two <laughs> fellatio ones. We would have gotten I think there. We should take- oh, fellatio. I think that's great podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> a tongue, a peach, and a shocked face emoji with a floating head is I'm going to lick your butt and your mind will explode. Oh. Specific. Uh, a snake and a tulip is I want to slither inside of your innocent bloom. Oh. <laughs> okay. uh, this next one is actually kind of awesome and I really like it. Um, a baguette with a honeypot is I want to put my penis into your sweet vagina. <laughs> oh, I was wondering if you look at the baguette I'm like that, that has to be one. It's <laughs> very phallic looking. <laughs> Also, I have not looked at emojis in a while. Did you know there's a tamale mo- emoji? There is? That must yeah. be new. I feel like they just... I mean, they, I think it's a tamale. I mean, what else is it? I don't know. Can you t- can you tamale me? <laughs> yes. I will tamale you right now. <laughs> oh, I'll tamale you. Ooh, please do. <laughs> Every time I hear tamale, yeah. I think yeah. of the Mariah Carey song, Feeling So Hot Tamale. Anyway, that was the last one. The heart with the bone means I'd love to bone, <laughs> which I feel like I is that. a little bit classier than the penis one in any form, the uh, eggplant one in any form. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Certainly more clever. Definitely more clever. All right. Well, um, thank you, Aaron. That definitely led us down a rabbit hole that I'm sure we are going to explore for many an episodes to come. Hashtag Larry Compoop. Um, <laughs> super not sexy um, alright let's do some mass what she said and then we've got an update from Andy and then we're gonna go home go home no then we're, <laughs> go to then we're gonna leave <laughs> then we're done <laughs> okay uh, alright uh, I haven't gotten one it doesn't matter what length it is. Oh, I see it in the shower. <laughs> it is really bad when it falls out. Yeah, that's true. 
It mainly is the pain in the ass of cleaning it up. Oh, that's a thing one of us said. Sure is. I feel like everybody said that at one point. Yeah. I'm like, man, it's going to be a pain in the ass to clean up. Yeah. Now I got to do the laundry. <laughs> There's hair everywhere. We should have this arrangement more often. We'll do this in 45 minutes. I'm going to let everybody in at one time. I don't know. It took me 10 minutes. I was expecting a bigger twist. It's not falling out of my face. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's great. That's great. I wonder what emoji that would be. Probably the eggplant and the lips without the fireworks. <laughs> Just like the... And the whoosh. Right, but it's has straight across mouth. Oh yeah, okay. So it'd be the eggplant. No, the straight across mouth, and then the eggplant second, or no, the eggplant, and yeah. then the straight across mouth. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we will have to then take it out. I've been teased with the spiral. Why are words so hard today? I've been teased with the spiral. I know you're ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a journey. A journey. Who was? Map emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Airplane. (sighs) All right, let's land this airplane. Uh, (laughs) All right, we've got an update from Andy. Okay, here we go. All right, this post-Valentine's Day in Andy's virginity. Andy writes in, hey, broads, another quiet Valentine's Day for me. While most of the candy sections were picked clean when I went to get a few things Sunday, they already have the Easter stuff out, so I got some Reese's eggs. Same girl, same. I did the same thing today. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, no big good news to share with you this week. You already know my dating stories, and if I were to have an airport romance story, it would probably be a little less Logan and a lot more Denver International Airport. Google it if you haven't heard about the weird stuff there. Oh, I haven't heard about the weird stuff there. I'm on it. I'm on it. Don't worry. Keep going. This shouldn't be a surprise, but I've never referred to it as an axe wound. Thank you, Andy. I've heard people on TV shows call it a gash, Mm. but those were obviously bad people and not meant to be uh, imitated. Anyway, I'm not referring to the vagina by any of those terms. The term pussy doesn't seem bad to me, but it is not okay when you use it to call women pussy like that's the only thing of value you get from them. Odds are when I wind up with a woman, I'll probably stick with the conventional terms and whatever she's comfortable with. There's no way I'm going to ask for sexy time for the first time, because like you said, that's more something silly you'd say in a long-term relationship. I wish I had the source, but I heard on the radio the other day that a year of lockdown relationship is equal to four years of regular relationship. That's Hmm. interesting. That is interesting. It is, actually. Sounds about right. (laughs) We've all joked... (laughs) We've all joked about how long this whole process has felt. Amanda is in her final trimester, but she may feel like she has more experience being pregnant than Colleen, all things considered. Everything is still pretty intense. (laughs) 
but I'm still siding with the belief that things will be better several months down the road and that maybe there will be some kind of good update for you to hear and it won't take another four years for us to get there or just one very complete. <laughs> Hashtag I'm six feet from hers, Andy. <laughs> no, I mean, even Frank and I, like we've been together for fucking almost 20 years and we're talking about how like we have never spent this much time with each other. Like we, we've spent a lot of time with each other, but like to yeah. be in the same apartment, Mm. Every single day, <laughs> all the like time, all the time, all the time, all the time. Yeah, one hundred percent of the time. I mean, a lot of times, like before this, he was living in Southern California. Like we see each other like on weekends. Like that's kind of how we've rolled for a long time. Where like he would work nights and I would work days. Like it's very yeah, all the time. But it's good. Also, twenty years. I know it's not wild. It almost like my first gut is like we're not old enough to be. I know. Well, we kind of for twenty years. And it's like, we oh, kind of oh. aren't. <laughs> we kind of aren't. Um, and it, it's not this year; it'll be next year. We were looking at at that because yeah, that's. I think that's that's definitely something that is um, celebration worthy. Let's say. Yeah, but, it is. Uh, I'd say so. But yeah, yeah now it's basically like twenty five years because of COVID. So. <sighs> hey, we were supposed to go to Hawaii to celebrate our tenth anniversary this year. That's not Aww. that's not going to happen, but that's okay. Well, Hawaii's going to be there for a while. It's going to be Hopefully. there for a while. We're going to be okay. I did buy the ugliest dress. Oh, I forgot to bring my dress down. I did buy this super oh, ugly yes. island dress. <laughs> it's okay. Remind me in a few minutes. I'll go get it. It's it's <laughs> it's so bad, and I love it. And it's so ugly, but I love it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. Guys, there's a lot of conspiracy theories surrounding the Denver Inf- International Airport. Seriously? Andy How was so? not kidding. What like, kind of I opened theories? up three different tabs, and out of the three different tabs, there's only one uh, conspiracy that I have found that's been the same on two tabs. So... <gasps> like, what? Give us... give us. The, I, know, the I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, um... Uh, the runway shape. Uh, apparently, it looks a lot like a swastika, um, at least taken from the air. But it could just be brushed off as like you know really poor planning. What else? The the markings. The airport bears a series of strange markings on its floors that some people believe symbolize a new strain of hepatitis that could be used in biological warfare. Uh, in reality, most of the symbols are taken from the Navajo language or pulled from the periodic table of elements. Uh, another one is the dedication marker. There's a weird marker that's hard to ignore. Uh, it's a dedication marker and capstone placed over a time capsule, which supposedly includes a credit card, Colorado flag, and DIA uh, opening day newspapers, amongst other things. Uh, it's set to be open in 2094. The symbols on the marker are associated with the Freemasons, a charitable organization that is often subject to their own conspiracy theories. Uh, the marker also mentions the New World Airport Commission, an organization that doesn't actually exist, or does it? It doesn't exist, but it appears to take credit for building the entire airport, which is the conspiracy that appears on this other tab that I opened, was that it was build, uh, built by the new world order because of that, which I, I, there's, I don't know. I feel like this is something that I'm going to have to like delve into uh, because there's a <laughs> lot of conspiracy. Well, like, maybe uh, tomorrow though, because you need to get to bed. Yeah. Not so. tonight, not tonight, <laughs> okay, but like, good. yeah, apparently like 
there's tunnels and underground bunker. Um, there was a failed oh, automated God. baggage system that uh, uh, tram. I, I, it looks like uh, this whole thing. There's horse statues and weird murals. Um, blah 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 blah. So yeah, apparently there's a lot of stuff going around uh, DEI. So or, or or DIA rather, Denver International Airport. Wow. Cool. cool. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> all right um on that note though thank you everybody thank you andy for that email thank you all for listening uh we're gonna be doing our live show for the patrons next week i think we are going to be starting it a little bit later than usual for shandy's pre-birthday show and Woo-hoo. uh shandy's last show at 36 and um yep. right 36 sometimes it's hard to remember Okay. Counting. <laughs> Me. I am. Uh, or apparently, I, I, I can't count. So we'll do that on the 23rd, uh, 9.30 uh, Eastern Time, uh, 6.30 Pacific Time. We hope that you will join us. Thank you to the patrons, especially the patrons that contribute a certain level, and that would be Pack from Tokyo, Eckhart Rickner, Maggie the Magnificent, uh, Joanne with a Plan, Greg the Gray, and, and Ed the Creepy Mailman. Thank you guys so much. Um, if you'd like to become a patron, you go to patreon.com slash jnjack or go to jnjack.com and click on the become a patron link at the top right hand corner of the page. If you have any feedback to contribute, whether it's Denver airport conspiracy theories, you know, I'm going to love that or uh, (laughs) really weird old time words for sexy fuck times or anything else, we would love to hear your feedback. The broadcaster is three at gmail.com or 331-276-2373. One of these days, I swear we're going to do that champagne brunch. We're going to make it happen at some point. I promise. But uh, (laughs) yeah. In the meantime, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Give us your Brittany feedback. And yeah. Um, Does anybody else have anything? No, ma'am. Nope. All right. Well, then, on that note, my name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Peace out, everybody. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. Bye.